0: Welcome
1: to the Starfighter Podcast. Alright, welcome back to the Starfighter Podcast. We have a special episode for you today. But first, uh, leave us a like. Leave us a comment, join the conversation, and if you're not already, subscribe to the channel. All right, as always, I'm your host, Dom Torres, our other co-host, Jake Koskella. How are you doing? Doing good, good, man. Good to see you. You too. And our returning guest, special guest, Austin <laughs> Koskella. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay. Guess I got to
1: subscribe to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd, that'd be great. Almost to almost 50. We're climbing our way up slowly but surely. Nice. All right, well, we are going to talk about WandaVision episode three. I guess I'll just start out real quick and uh, say that um, I really like this episode. I think things are picking up. Um, They're definitely picking up in this episode. And yeah, I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts. And we're going to break it down. Obviously, spoilers are coming up. And um, again, like our last videos that Jake and I did on episodes one and two, um, we're gonna try and pull out some things that maybe the audience has—it's um, kind of like gone over their heads. Something that they might have missed, like some Easter eggs or references to other shows or movies. So let's get into it. Um, we're gonna start with the intro. We know that we ha- we have the doctor that's making a house call and checking in on Wanda and how she's doing, um, and we see Vision's pretty nervous. He's concerned about how fast things are going. Um, and the progression of um of wanda and having these babies um and then so he walks out um well first Wanda's is kind of like trying to you know give him like a nudge and kind of get him to like stop talking so much about it um and then obviously vision goes and walks walks out the doctor and he asks him to keep it a secret and then he notices um herb cutting into the wall like with his hedge trimmers i thought this was pretty interesting um jake what were your thoughts on these opening scenes and um do you have any insight into any deeper
2: meaning? to start off the show uh i did like the intro very brady bunch-esque um yeah so i did not see any of the shows that they alluded to in the previous two episodes i have seen a few episodes of brady bunch that our dad made us watch um only a so i i i understood the reference a little bit and just the interior of their house looking like it was pretty cool and again like we uh we talked about last uh podcast about all the hexagon shapes everywhere and you really saw it again in this intro too yeah Um, definitely yeah but as far as these opening scenes um yeah it was pretty interesting for him to go outside and Usually they kind of save the more suspenseful, eerie stuff for the end of the episode, but they kind of got right into it here. Um, What we're kind of assuming is that everybody's under control in some way or another, but uh, it looks like there's like a little glitch in the system, maybe Wander's too distracted with their pregnancy to really focus and control everybody else. Um, But he's definitely just a little bit off, so it's kind of helping us see that they kind of know that they're under some sort of control, but they can sometimes break free of it. Um, but this time it just seemed to go completely haywire. <laughs> so- Right, do You you, oh, go ahead, Austin.
0: Oh, I was just um, backing up even before that, the, the intro songs seem to have a lot, a lot, a lot of hidden information in them. Um, did you guys happen to notice, I couldn't find anywhere anybody else mentioning it, a good picture of it, the pregnancy book that yeah, I did. vision was like look- it's creepy I don't know what it's in reference to it's something super scary though
2: <laughs> yeah I definitely either do you that. have any
0: ideas what that is
2: so I, I thought it- I saw that it was sort of a real pregnancy book but the cover was changed to yeah or something creepy creepy <laughs> yeah, yeah I think it, 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 was it could be
1: a reference to Mephisto or uh, Jake was saying Dormammu possibly something like that some kind of darker power source.
0: I was just curious. Either of you knew, sorry to interrupt.
1: (laughs) Oh no, no. Um, do either of you have any insight or any ideas about, um, her cutting into the wall?
2: Uh, I think as we see later in this episode, that there, when something kind of triggers them, they start to remember like has happened with, uh, Monica, Sterald Eden's character, um, But this one, I don't know if he was just not in control and not really thinking or whatever it was. Something is a little bit weird with Wanda's powers. Um, It seems like at certain times, some people can break free. Sometimes they can't. But uh, she seems to know that she's in control at some points. but then she gets lost in her own fantasy as well. Um, But uh, as we see in the later episode, when she's not really controlling everybody, Uh, they definitely have their own desires and fears and all of that.
1: Yeah. I kind of want to save it to the end of the episode, but I I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. (laughs) I I think I have a good, a good guess. Um, Austin, did you have anything to add?
0: Yeah. As far as her losing control, uh, I don't necessarily know that she's in complete control of this. I don't know how to explain it, but perhaps She is just tearing things apart, and it seems like her influence is expanding. Maybe somebody else is keeping her more under check. Um, We heard Agent Wu's voice saying, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Um, So somebody is doing something to her as well. Maybe Doctor Strange is containing her influence to just the one town. Uh Maybe others are having more influence on it as well. Um, Maybe limiting (laughs) the amount of damage they can do to either the multiverse or the dimensions um yeah but seems like somebody else has at least some partial influence it in it as well as obviously her own imagination to fulfilling her fantasies and vision being alive
2: and we see later in this episode that she's not completely in control like when she was trying to get the stork to go away and she couldn't like it made it seem like certain things are weirdly not in her control if somebody else is kind of influencing it so it kind of doesn't make too much sense right now, but I guess we'll see as with it. Goes the, on. With
0: the stork and stuff, it almost seems like it's her imagination coming to life, whether she wants it to or not. Uh, basically, her inner reality becomes outer reality in the town, just like that. Yeah. we? Well, me? we'll we'll talk
1: more about the <laughs> stork in a little bit too. Um, but let's go off into the next part that we have. Um, we see that Wanda, she suddenly Vision goes back in the house, and Wanda's uh, suddenly bigger much more pregnant than she was a couple minutes ago and i believe they said that she's now in her third trimester and so her powers are starting to um, spike and it's having an effect on the entire town Um, and again uh, vision is becoming more and more concerned and he voices this concern to wanda um, saying um, something's not right here and then we we kind of see this look in wanda's eyes and not quite rewind like we had in um, the the last episode, but um, we see that there is some kind of like stutter, and it does go backwards um, and kind of resets. So that vision, he doesn't say that, he doesn't question, you know, what's going on. Um, but Austin, I want to get your thoughts on on this.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if the skip was actually the same as the previous skip. Maybe we're just uh, skipping in a way like um, as film progressed (laughs) as we're jumping decades, maybe it's less old-timey skipping back more, a little more modern, and we'll keep seeing more modern editing effects as we go, perhaps, with how she changes the world. Um, Maybe it's the play into the television thing, because we see this, all of this is actually playing out on television (laughs) outside of the sphere of her influence also um so yeah we have kind of a television motif going on with all of these mysteries um and as far as what were we talking about
1: <laughs> yeah just how vision is questioning uh to wanda you oh know, that something something's yeah, not so, right
0: a little interesting with that too because we see that vision to at least some degree has his own will um Right. So he's not just some happy figment of Wanda's imagination. He at least has some sort of independent thought in some possible. So, um, yeah, a little more to Vision. So we know that you know the Vision's going to be something, not just happy imagination. So kind of interesting with that aspect.
2: Yeah, good point, Jake. Anything to add? Uh, no, I think that hits the nail on the head. I think as we've seen from the, some trailers, it looks like she does recreates uh, the Mind Stone, which. I, who knows the effects of recreating an infinity infinity stone. Right. So, uh but no, I think vision is here for the most part, whether or not she gets to keep him in the ends, I guess we'll still see, but for now he seems pretty real.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Jake, going to throw it back to you again and tell us a little bit about this Hydra soap commercial. I don't know <laughs> if either, either of you noticed this, but um I feel like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it, it reminded me of the Tesseract, the, the cube, and how it's, you know, kind of light blue. Um, any thoughts on that, Jake?
2: No, I, I actually didn't think about that, but I could definitely see it now. So, yeah, like the – the what do you think, Austin? Do you think it's something like It's actually like a that? direct
0: reference. Um, it's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I Agent heard that, Coulson too. Agent Coulson says that <laughs> Hydra has soap that controls your mind.
2: Oh, that's okay. it's,
0: I, it's a very direct reference i didn't read into it any further than that but um i know i just took it as a direct little reference to agents of shield which is actually part of a different multiverse now um so it could
2: also tie into there being a multiverse okay of madness um yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no so yeah with the first commercial that we saw with her bad memories with Tony Stark. And then a second one with Baron von Strucker, this one's just mm. Hydra on its head. Um, but I think definitely it could allude to her having affiliations with Hydra, whether she knowingly did or not. Uh, she's probably had some sort of outer influence to help her create this world. Although she has the power, just sort of like a guide to it. Um, but we have seen some Hydra and aim references. Um mm. But a couple other things I've seen speculation about these commercials. Um, So, first of all, it's the same actors in all the commercials. (laughs) I've seen people speculate that those are her parents. um, Because in this third commercial, uh, you see two children, a boy and a girl, same age. That could be her and Pietro. So, uh, I don't know what that really means or what that has influence of. um, But her mom submerging herself in the Hydra soap and like Austin was saying, that it would control you. Um, Maybe it's some sort of hints that somebody is controlling Wanda, whether it be Hydra or somebody else working for them or AIM, which obviously is just their offshoot.
1: Yeah, good points. Good points for sure. Um, Now we see that um, Vision runs to um, go get the doctor because Wanda's water breaks and this is the first time i think that we're seeing vision use super speed and i was going to ask austin about this if you have any thoughts um but do you think that wanda could be like somehow enhancing vision's powers because i don't know if vision has always had super speed but i don't know what do you think
0: i i don't know if it necessarily means she's enhancing his powers i think whatever she (laughs) uses reality just becomes reality she wants him to be fast he's fast he could start shooting whatever out of his hands. Um, it's really her reality. You see things also with the uh, the style that we're seeing of these TV shows or like the little poofs that she do. It's not her usual manifestation of her powers. Um, so it may just be fitting the the style of the time period of show we're in as well. Okay. How he does that blurring quick run, kind of an old timey speed run thing. I don't know. He, it could be just one of his standard powers looking a little different in that world. I don't know
1: no i think that's a good point kind of um again like you had mentioned before uh definitely using the show and like um the the vibes of that specific era to help uh portray what's going on uh jake
2: anything to add no i think that's about it i mean i always see super speed as pretty lame power if you have super (laughs) fast flight like yeah i mean you hardly see like in the newer movies, actually, like Superman uses his super speed, but if you have super fast flight, I mean, you might as well just fly. Seems a lot easier right. to me. But well, I- now
1: we have, <laughs> yeah. And then um, we see that Geraldine stops by, and this is where uh, the stork comes into play. It comes to life, and uh, Wanda's going into labor. Uh, Geraldine has to help deliver the babies. Uh, Jake, what did you take away from this um, interaction?
2: yeah like we did mention a little bit earlier um like austin was saying just sort of her imagination running wild at that point so of course when she is having these contractions and labor and everything she's kind of losing control of her power stuff's happening all over town with water pipes bursting and uh everybody losing power uh but then it was interesting that she wasn't really able to get rid of it which is kind of just strange but um I mean, there's some theories on that. I don't know if there's too much to say about that. We do see like her red smoke and red powers that she normally produces. Uh, but it was kind of an interesting scene there. Um, as far as Geraldine, I, I, I would think that's, that's just her playing her character, of uh, wanting to be a part of it and everything. But it was sort of interesting that she was the one there when Wanda was going into labor Although Agnes was kind of just waiting around outside, which is a little bit suspicious too.
1: Yeah. You know what, before I throw it to Austin, I will say like, cause I've watched it about three times now. Um, and I feel like from the very beginning of Geraldine coming in, um, uh, into the house, I feel like she, she always knew. Uh, I don't think she was fully in character that, you know, even when she's like helping Wanda with the babies, um And then I know I've heard with um when it comes to the stork that that could be a like manifestation of Mephisto and kind of because he plays into um, Wanda having these children and that it could be, you know, kind of kind of representing and um being like a callback to him right there. Austin, anything?
0: Yeah, going off your Mephisto thing, there is an alternate universe where Mephisto's character is a little different, that he's the manifestation of fear of all people. So he could actually be a new character completely created by Wanda herself based off of her fears <laughs> from her past, from Vision dying. So its I think it's a possibility that she actually creates this character in some way herself. We might see a little bit more of a, uh, a new take on what Mephisto is. Also on... Uh, well, might be completely unrelated but on disney's own uh disney plus genres they don't list fantasy oddly in wandavision as a genre just science so i i don't know that was a little confusing to me like are we going to actually get a clearer explanation of what everybody is or is that just them being lazy with their genres or whatever so i don't know <laughs> i think you might be on to a little something there though
1: yeah, yeah, we're gonna find out for sure. Um, and now we've got vision, he brings back the doctor finally. Um, after that, Wanda has um, the second child. I thought that was a really funny part. How, um, <laughs> I think I don't know if vision was like about to give her a kiss or something, and then like she ends <laughs> up like just yelling in his face. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but anyways, uh, we see that vision walks out the doctor again and asks him about, you know, if he's gonna actually go ahead and go on his, his trip. And he says something like, you know, old towns, um, they're hard to escape. And again, we, we just see Vision, he's, he's really having this uh, internal struggle with what's real and what's not, what's actually uh, going on. And he's starting to see um, Agnes and uh, Herb talking. And it's very suspicious. Um, I definitely think this is when the music is really starting to build and get kind of like that eerie sound. Um, Jake, what were your thoughts on this scene? And uh, especially just the way that Agnes and and Herb were acting.
2: Yeah, so starting with the Doctor, um, it, it seemed very reminiscent of like the Truman Show where it's like, oh, he tries to go on vacation, but then there's immediately traffic and he just turns around and goes home. So, and then like his car would didn't seem to start or was having issues when he was first trying to leave and then Vision interrupts him and everything. So it could be sort of like that where Juan is keeping people around. Uh, but as we talked about last episode, she seems to be getting rid of people too. And at the end of this one too, whenever they don't fit what she's trying to do. But it was interesting um, with Agnes and Herb it seems like Herb might also be suspicious of Geraldine, which is a little interesting because if he really knew what was going on, and we're assuming S.W.O.R.D. is the good guys, uh, he should be happy that Geraldine is there and everything like that. Or Wait. maybe he was just concerned for her.
0: You think Herb, yes. is, uh, sword? You think I, Herb I is S.W.O.R.D.?
2: I don't know. i saying Geraldine is S.W.O.R.D. If he knew who Geraldine yes. was, she's she's kind of coming in to save them. So he should be oh, okay. not so afraid of her. Okay. But he seemed definitely well, that, like afraid. That like, time's in my be. next theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah would, go ahead, Austin, sense... Yeah. Oh, Jake, oh I'm so sorry, Jake.
0: Continue with that for a second.
2: Well, just all I have to say was it makes sense that Agnes would be wary of her. Mm-hmm. We, I, I would think at this point that Agnes has her full memories or at least some sort of idea of what her purpose is. We do see a trailer in the Halloween episode where vision kind of brings back her full memories, but uh, she might kind of know her purpose or role in this town. If she's not one of the original people. So real quick,
1: Austin, um, I'm starting to suspect that some of these people um, are in control by Wanda and some of them are maybe hostages uh, by Agnes or with Hydra. Um, Tell us your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I would go along that way. I'm actually going a little further with it. Um, I'm saying these people are all from different factions. You have S.H.I.E.L.D., you have S.W.O.R.D., you have maybe some Avengers. You have Agnes, who may be aligned with Mephisto. You have Dottie, who was very odd character. She reacted weird to the radio. Um, there's theories that she might actually be from the Dark Dimension, being a... Uh, Clea or Cleo, however you say it. Mephisto, or not Mephisto, um, Dormammu's niece. She's also Doctor Strange's equivalent in the Dark Dimension and later his future wife. Um, Who else? Oh, Hydra and AIM, of course. Vision would be his own faction. And then I have theories on a couple more characters later. My theory is that this disturbance that she's caused in both the multiverse and the dimension has drawn all of these people from different factions. And that's why Herb says something like, you know, we're all here for, that's why he's also suspicious of, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rambo's, I can't remember her town name.
2: Uh, Geraldine. Geraldine.
0: He's suspicious of her because she's sword, because she's from a different faction than him. He's also sick. of Agnes because maybe she's a different faction than him as well. He could be Hydra, she could be with Mephisto, and Geraldine could be with S.W.O.R.D. And then, of course, we have Agent Wu over the line who is almost certainly part of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet that he's S.H.I.E.L.D. Last that we saw, he was FBI and Ant-Man. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure. thinking that we might have several different factions here basically fighting over the power, whatever secret power that Wanda has um, coming from all different directions. Jake mentioned something kind of interesting when we were talking that somebody was missing in the play episode.
2: Yeah, Mr. Hart was.
0: Mr. Hart. So I'm thinking maybe these factions are actually fighting with each other over whatever sort of power source that Wanda has. (laughs) Maybe somebody took out Mr. Hart already, which was why creepy dudes sitting there chopping through a wall because he's getting nervous that Geraldine's going to get something that he's after as well. I don't know. That's part of my theory.
1: I think that's a good um, segue into the next part. And obviously uh, we see this confrontation building up with uh, Geraldine and, and Wanda Um, Wanda explains to her that, that she was a twin as well. She talks a little bit about Pietro Um, thought it was a good call back out to, uh, you know, her roots or her home in Sokovia singing that song um, to the twins. And then uh, Geraldine says he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? And Mm -hmm. we see uh, Wanda start to uh, tear up and become sad, but also um, she kind of has this look that, you know, there's some anger swelling up as well. And, um, this, this is where everything really just intensifies the, the whole conversation, the interaction, uh, the way that she's moving towards, uh, Geraldine. And that's when she also spots the sword necklace. Um, I, I had heard that this is actually the, uh, like old school symbol in the comics for, for sword. Cause it was a little bit different than the newer symbol that we've seen. So I thought that was cool. Um, And yeah, she, she tells her that, you know, it's time for her to leave. And obviously Mm -hmm. she, she casts her out um, of the town or out of, out of this reality that um, has been made or this new dimension that's been made. Um, And then we get um, what I believe is, uh, you know, the sword agents, the, the black cars and the helicopters coming down. Um, And I've heard that, you know, sword, not only are they a counterpart of shield, but they're also the more aggressive counterpart. And this would make sense too about um, just their reaction, you know, that they have their weapons out cause maybe they don't, they don't know, uh, you know, what kind of state Geraldine's in if, if Wanda has maybe like uh, turned her against them. So they're going to, uh, you know, be there to see what's going on, but also um, definitely be on the defensive side as well. Uh, you know, keep their guard up against her and going back to what Austin said earlier, I think that um, Wanda could have uh, cast out uh, Mr. Hart as well and had had done the same thing to him because, um, you know, vision ends up using his powers uh, on him. And that just made me think that maybe uh, that, that interaction made Wanda get rid of him possibly. Um, But Jake what are your thoughts on on these concluding scenes that we get here
2: yeah it was pretty cool um I it seemed like Wanda had almost forgotten herself that she had a twin and just seeing the twins together like kind of reminded her and then everybody kind of started to remember but it was really kind of telling when Agnes was kind of figuring things out but then so was Wanda that's uh or Monica now, that or not Agnes, sorry, uh, Geraldine scared Monica, that she seemed pretty afraid of Wanda. Um, she didn't really try to explain anything or tell her that she's trying to help or anything. She just seemed in fear. Um, so it was interesting to see that because if she was with S.W.O.R.D. or anything, but maybe since Wanda knew about S.W.O.R.D. clearly, because she got to tell from the necklace, that she already knows maybe she does know in her subconscious that sword is out there. If they've already had dealings with her in the first place. So anybody like that is going to be a threat to her. Um, And then clearly that she gets cast out after that.
1: Before we throw it to Austin, it's interesting because like what, what Jake is saying, it makes me think like if sword is there to help her, right. If they're the good guys, like why can't Geraldine kind of start to explain that? Why is she afraid like Jake was saying to you, like mm-hmm. even talk more about it. Yeah, go ahead, Austin.
0: Yeah, that part, was part of my next uh, theory along with that. My theory seems to be when people enter this world of Wanda's, even if they're trying to infiltrate it to get to her, they don't seem to go in with their full memories or consciousness intact. They seem to be warped by Wanda in some way. Oh, okay. um, we even see Geraldine acting very much in character early on. And she kind of starts slowly breaking character more and more. We she see she has the shield necklace. We also saw the beekeeper with the, um, not shield, sword, sword necklace. We also saw the beekeeper with the sword symbol. Seems like maybe when they go in to keep some sort of emblem or something, reminding them of who they are on the outside. We see Agnes with her necklace as well, with three figures and a scythe on it. Um, so maybe each of these people that come into this world to, uh, infiltrated or whatever bring something of themselves into it we also saw the helicopter that was left there that could have been left by another faction uh could have been their grounding point or whatever something sort of a inception kind of line with the spinning top um
1: i am getting some (laughs) inception vibes for sure and i love it
0: yeah definitely oh and more on the well i'll save that for a little later the the necklace uh of agnes's i thought that was fairly interesting
1: yeah, any more thoughts as we kind of we're kind of starting to wrap things up here with the show? Yeah, so, I did
0: notice.
2: Oh, yeah. Go for <laughs> okay, I'll save yours. best for last. Um, I did see a few things about when Monica gets shot out. Um, it was a little interesting why everybody's kind of swarmed her with guns and everything. If they knew who she was, if she was sword, and if that was sword that was surrounding her. But it did seem um that even after she was shot out that she was kind of crackling with like red energy from wanda uh i've thought a few things about is this how she gets her powers is if that is even possible because we do know later that she she does become photon uh she's certainly not going to get her powers the same way that the original captain marvel did um with the tesseract being gone uh it's it's a possibility at least Yeah, good point. Uh, Anything you wanted to add, Austin? Yeah, so
0: there are several references relating to this. Um, In a previous episode, we saw something seemingly innocent in the store called Wonder Oats. Now, I sent you a picture. (laughs) We see Nathan Fillion's face on this mock movie poster. This movie poster was actually originally supposed to be a scene in Guardians 2 before it got cut. This was uh, Nathan Fillion's character, his segue into the universe as Simon Williams, who was an actor, which is why we see this silly movie poster, like a documentary about Tony Stark that he's playing the lead role in. Simon Williams is Wonder Man, a character that has a lot of ties to both Vision and Wanda. Uh, Well, he has a love interest in Wanda, for one, and he's... In the original stories, the his brain waves are what was used to create vision. So he has very close ties to uh, vision there, which is interesting. So the second picture I sent, uh, if you watched the documentary little featurette about the first two episodes of WandaVision, if we look in the background very clearly on a big giant poster board, way too big to be an accident, is a huge picture of wonder man what, what did i call him wonder man yeah yeah wonder man <laughs> wonder man i can't like wonder woman wants to come out of my mouth wonder man
2: <laughs> yeah
0: um, a huge picture of him in costume during the wandavision featurette so that's a huge point also back to what i was saying about the around Agnes's, uh, we see a big scythe and what you could take to be the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper is Wonder Man's brother. Uh, also, in episode two, during the theme, you see a mask <laughs> very creepily in like the little cartoon scene when you're in the addict, which I don't see how it could be anything else other than uh, the Grim Reaper's mask. So, I'm guessing we'll see Nathan Fillion featured here as Wonder Man, even if it's something of a small role. Uh, He also has been filming The Rookie over at ABC Studios right next door. It would be really easy to get him in as a secret appearance. But there seems to be way, way too many little Easter eggs with both Grim Reaper and Wonder Man and their connections to Wanda and Vision for them not to appear. So I'm hoping that they have some sort of significant role. Um, And then you have the sibling dynamic. I've heard
1: some things about like the beekeeper um, possibly being the Reaper. And, like, um, I've heard, like, some people have, like, zoomed in on his face and have just, like, uh, you know, made the contrast, like, super bright. So they were able to kind of see who's uh, under the mask. Um, so, yeah, that could be interesting and kind of tying into uh, what Austin is saying. And, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know to know more about um, Wonder Man and if he's going to end up being a part of this as well. Um Jake, do you have anything to add before we kind of get to our like final predictions?
2: Uh, no, I think I got a couple of predictions, but uh, I, I think it's almost for sure at this point that we'd see Wonder Man, like Austin was saying with the concept art in that interview. Um, I mean, why else would you put it there and not have the <laughs> character in it? But yeah, I think we've almost been too focused maybe on Mephisto that he, it's like, we think it's guaranteed at this point, but who knows, it could be Agnes... And Grim Reaper working together, um, like Austin was saying, with the pendant having it on it—that's almost a giveaway. I mean, what else?
0: Yeah. Why? else would people be wearing why that? Three, three people, three people working together. The middle one clearly has a scythe and a hood, like the Grim Reaper. Maybe one of the others could be her. Who's the third one?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Dottie's not very good, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if if she's from the dark dimension, it could be interesting
2: so so it's the grim neepers name ralph is that it (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh you mean as his as his town
2: person yeah (laughs) my husband ralph Uh, (laughs) but yeah she she mentions that way too often
0: too (laughs) yeah
1: well let's get into our like final predictions for um and closing thoughts for the episode i think overall i think we all really enjoyed it um I think we're looking forward to what's going to happen next um, in next week's episode. And like I was saying before, I wanted to kind of save this, but um, like I alluded to, I really think that um, Agnes definitely could be, you know, one of the villains, I think perhaps, um, I don't know. I can't, it's hard to tell. Obviously I can't tell if she's working with, um, Mephisto or if she's working with Hydra um, I definitely think Hydra um, is definitely behind the scenes I think it's I think basically it's it's sword versus Hydra and then possibly another um, another party like Mephisto as well um, and they're they're all kind of trying to uh, get to Wanda and like I like that idea that uh, Asa had mentioned um, trying to you know get to the root of like maybe some kind of power, like newer power that Wanda uh, could have, or maybe just try and um, control her uh, because maybe they, they see that um, she's starting to lose control again. Uh, Me and Jake talked about this a little bit uh, last episode. Uh, I, I'm curious to really know what Wanda's mental state is. I don't think that it's right. Uh, I think (laughs) that we can clearly, we can clearly see that too. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of my prediction is that we're going to start to see more um, from Hydra and then if it's Mephisto or some kind of other um, uh, big bad villain uh, from the comics as well. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious about S.W.O.R.D. as well. And uh, I'm just really hoping that they they use these opportunities to bring in the X-Men because that's, that's really what I want. Uh, Austin, any predictions or thoughts?
0: Yeah, I, I think we're, we're going to see several factions represented. I, I like, I would like to see that, too. Uh, we know this ties this show will directly lead into uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, so I think we may even see factions that exist in this universe or maybe this dimension. So we could see things from the dark dimension, from another dimension we haven't seen anything from, maybe some brand new <laughs> terror and reality that creates Mephisto so I yeah I would see several different factions um maybe the biggest scariest one is what the main villain will be for Doctor Strange um and what will come out of this whole scenario and then I really just want to see Nathan Fillion I think he would be so so cool to actually see in this um his character too is an actor so he would fit into the whole tv show theme of it quite easily maybe infiltrating for shield or sword or the avengers uh and i just like nathan Fillion. and i feel like he would fit into it so well so i really hope we see him soon
1: jake uh final thoughts on the episode and predictions for next week
2: yeah i think um as far as we've seen from trailers it's like in primarily the first three episodes and then a couple scenes from the halloween episode so maybe that is the next episode i'm not 100 sure um But I think going from here, it's going to be all new to us and really uh, just going to be crazy and not what we expected at all. But going on with what Austin was saying with the Doctor Strange movie, uh, it pretty much seems like this show is going to end in a bad way where something bad happens, where Doctor Strange needs to fix it. So whether Wanda herself is going to be the villain of Doctor Strange, which I don't quite see. Or if someone is, has the control over her, they really got to her and are making her do all these things. Um, something I found interesting in this episode was Vision's quote about William Shakespeare, that all oh, the yeah. world is a stage and all the men and women are merely players. So made me think that this town that she's taken over and the force field that surrounds it, is she keeping people out or are they keeping her contained? I think like, they're keeping her contained. <laughs> yeah. So I could see at the end of the show her influence traveling across the entire world. And this universe um, is now hers, basically. And they need, to, Doctor Strange needs to get help from other heroes in the multiverse to stop her. I think it's also possible that it could be something
1: like um, the Winter Soldier where they they also have like you know her mind under control a little bit you know what i'm saying
2: yeah that that could be like their end game of why somebody's trying to infiltrate her town and everything like that
0: yeah. all the characters seem to be trying to get close to her like agnes or monica like it seems to be a fight to be closer to wanda so that could definitely be it at least yeah. influence her in some way or maybe get to the children <laughs>
1: yeah definitely and i think um at we've seen from agnes like i don't think that she really likes geraldine and i think maybe mm-hmm. she knows who she is possibly um yeah but yeah
0: from the previews it seems like agnes is probably the one who knows the most and is aware of the most um right seemed like monica might have had some awareness but she seemed kind of out of it almost like she was fighting to Realize what was happening, but was struggling with it. So that was kind of interesting.
1: Well, I think that pretty much wraps everything up today, guys. Um, I think we covered everything really nicely, and appreciate having uh, Austin join us again. Uh, Appreciate all of uh, Jake's work here on the show, and of course, I'm Dom, the other co-host. And want to thank our viewers and our listeners again. um, If you're here on YouTube. Uh, join the conversation if we missed anything uh let us know in the comments um any easter eggs or anything that you you guys may have found out there but um this is us here at the starfighter podcast thank you again and we're signing out today we'll see you next time see ya.